0: Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it the annexation of Puerto Rico. What is up? How's it going? Welcome to APR, a.k.a. the Annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. We are the football podcast, giving you all the ins and outs of every single upcoming NFL game this week. We're going to be making our hot picks for each and every game. We're going to be making some best bets for the week, and we even have a little something, something for them fantasy GMs out there. So we are heading into week four of this NFL season. Everybody's playing this week, so make sure to get those fantasy lineups set. And if you need some extra, extra fantasy insight, check out the Tap Room Sports Fantasy Podcast, formerly the Weekend Waiver Wire, for all your booms and busts of this week's action. Not only does uh, the host have a new name with Raider Eddie, but uh, he's got a lot of big news coming out this week, so make sure to check that out. I'm Big Ball and Ben Larson, we're here with the crew. As I mentioned earlier, we got Raider Eddie, and we yep. got Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Lats, how y'all doing tonight?
1: Feeling pretty good, dude. Undefeated. I mean,
2: the A's season is over, so
1: I've given up on that a long time ago, dude. <laughs> I've
2: moved on. Well, it's officially over now, dude. No, but I mean, there's yeah. still a
0: chance. You still got the uh, the top of the ninth to uh, to save it, but nah, well, I guess dude, it's it's we over. We can't but... hit
2: for shit, dude. Yeah, that game is a wrap, <laughs> bro. You that can compare the rap.
1: A's offense to the Cheese defense.
2: Pretty much that abysmal, Pretty close.
0: Pretty,
1: pretty close. Much.
0: All right, so I see uh, one of you with a beer tonight and got to say that we are sponsored by Tavour. Make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app and use promo code TAPROOM when signing up to get $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. If you want a free uh, $50 gift card, make sure to check out the end of the podcast where we'll be telling you about a contest where you can win a $50 Tavour gift card. So Jordan, tell me, what are you drinking tonight?
2: So I'm drinking, uh, this is a collaboration beer from Front Porch Brewing and Sky Gazer. They're both out of Connecticut. One's from North Haven, one is from Wallingford. This is the Boba Blissey Pink Guava. So it's a, a sour ale with pink guava and cream flavor, but it's a it's supposed to be you know their take on Boba. And if you've never had Boba, you know it's a korean drink with tapioca you see with balls with the balls that go down your throat yep yep mm. so it's that's what they're really aiming You're for with it supposed to chew those but Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you definitely chew them uh but i mean i get a i get a lot of guavas from it. um i don't really get the boba feel but i mean it is what it is yeah. sounds what like something you sipping get for on you like
1: Jamba juice there you go
2: <laughs> Hey, that's how craft yep. beer is starting now, but Eddie.
0: Yep, a lot of your fruit smoothies out there. Um, I'm drinking uh, a beer from Fifty West. Um, this is called Oh Yeah, and this is the Blue Drink. Um, oh so yeah, it's a, rubber, it's a, it's a four point five percent. I mean, it's it's literally a blue drink. It's kind of bluish green. Oh but, yeah. Um, Who's that hey, from? Then this is uh, Fifty West is coming. Fifty West, um, and they're out of Cincinnati. Cincy. So, Radlers are uh, kind of compared to like beer and soda, kind of mixed together. So that's what they're that's what they're getting at with these. But uh, it's good. I think I did this one on Tap Room, maybe about a month and a half ago, two months ago, um, and uh, pulled this one out of the the back of the fridge. So nice, man.
2: It is a good. Hell one. yeah, dude! I like it.
0: All right, so let's get uh, let's get started on some football. We're going to be uh, looking at how we did last week. Uh, Eddie surprisingly uh, took the, you know, at least took the games. Did not. Yeah, that's uh,
2: surprising. He took fantasy too. Yeah.
0: Oh, he took fantasy too? Yeah. My, uh, I luckily clean, sweet. Bets, but, I
1: guess I should uh, stop not... drinking before we do these shows. Then
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably a good thing. Probably <laughs> a good thing. Um. So Eddie took the cake last week. He was eleven and five in his uh in his games. Uh, I was nine and seven. And then Jordan was right behind me at eight and eight. So overall for the year, Eddie. Yeah, Eddie is sitting at uh, 25 and 23. Jordan is 24 and 24. And I'm uh, in the tail there. I'm a nice little caboose at uh, 22 and 26. But we'll change that this week. We definitely In all will.
1: fairness, though, that but, is much uh, better than we started last year. You know what I'm saying? Like last year, it got off really bad. Uh, And then we kind of like evened out after. So good start overall, I feel.
0: True. And week one and week two are always uh, a little bit difficult to, uh, you know, to really kind of get a hang of what's actually going to happen. So.
2: I just got to get off this eight and eight train, dude. Yeah. (laughs) It's been eight and eight for three weeks. Three straight
0: weeks. Uh, It's better than uh, Eddie's. It is better than seven and
2: nine. So. And
0: that that Uh, did change this week. There was no I mean 98, 98.
2: 5. 98. 5 would have won the last three weeks or the last two <laughs> or this week, I should say. Not the last this three weeks, but yep. it would have won the last uh this week. Yeah. I don't even think did Eddie even get over a ninety-five point eight?
0: No, no, ninety-four. No. Ninety-four this dude. week. So just consistent. Crazy but, uh, dude. dude Yeah. Yeah, he gets his uh his minute at the end. I'm sure it's gonna be about raider football. Let me guess. Maybe um, we'll see. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Derek Carr is the best QB
1: in the world. I don't have to Let say that guess. anymore. He's just going to kind of show everyone. Yeah, we'll, we'll see about that.
0: Um, all right, so we want to uh, we want to start this week off by talking about uh, these three and O teams because we still have a we still have a few of them here. Um, we've got five teams sitting at three and O. So we're going to be kind of talking about who we think are contenders and who are these you know, pretenders here sitting at, uh, at, you know, undefeated here. So we've got the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. We've got the LA Rams, Carolina Panthers, Denver Broncos, and Arizona Cardinals sitting at three and O. So uh, let's start with our our contenders. Um, uh, To be honest, I'm pretty sure our pretenders are going to be the exact same, but um, who do you guys have as a, a contender?
2: I mean, the first one, the, you know, I think is uh, I think a couple of these teams are right on the fence, to be honest. And those two teams, that I think, are like the most likely to be contenders are the Carolina Panthers and the uh, the Raiders, the Rams. I think are contenders. We all agree with that. I don't think there's any thing around that. The Panthers, Cardinals. And Raiders, I think, are the three that are kind of on the cusp of... I don't necessarily know right now, but I would put them on the contender side, but I could also see them being pretenders. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Broncos have, like... I mean, dude, they beat three teams combined 0-9, and dude. So we haven't seen them play a real team, although they have dominated them. So you do have to give them credit for dominating those opponents, but they haven't played anybody so, a team like that, I'm like, they're a pretender. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100% pretender to me.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Like, the the Broncos, like, I feel like the Broncos for me are, like, undecided. Because, like you said, they did dominate those three games, right? So, I do want to see what happens when they go up against a formidable defense and a formidable offense. And I think this week we'll kind of be able to tell a little bit more about the Broncos, Um and we'll get into that game later on uh, as we start breaking down the games. But um, you mentioned the Cardinals, uh, Panthers, and Raiders. Uh, out of those three, I do think at the end of the year, we'll be t- talking more about the Raiders and the Cardinals. <laughs> day, legitimate contenders. I don't know. Like, legitimate contenders. Because we even mentioned it before that the only reason the Raiders last year were 8-8 eight and eight was the fact they had no defense, right? Like, the defense was atrocious. And this year, the defense is f- – playing really really well they have a pass rush Uh, they're able to hold teams under 40 points which is something we couldn't do
2: yeah Um, but on the to push back on what you're saying and to use the same logic i mean the panthers are the best defensive team in the league and the cardinals are the best offensive team in the league so at least they have an identity those two teams is that they're the best at something whereas the raiders are kind of middle in the pack they're like a top 10 offense top 10 defense right now but they're not like Elite on either side of the ball I mean I would you could say their offense is elite But they haven't been able to run the ball consistently
1: well, I, again, with Jacobs being out having to come back, I think that will change a lot of things. But like with the Panthers, uh, they have some injuries coming. Like McCaffrey's out, uh, Horns out for the, in the secondary, right? So those injuries, I think, it's going to play a big role in like their success going forward. Um, and then the Cardinals, like the Cardinals, are just one of those like Dr. Jekyll, uh, Mr. Hyde teams, right? Like they look fucking amazing for like three quarters and then they just kind of let the teams come back into the game and do dumb shit. Like Kyler Murray just does something stupid. But um I still like them talent wise, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I think that they will make the playoffs. Will they be the division winner? No, because the Rams are still in that division, right? Uh will yeah. they make the wild card? I think wild card is, is like good for them this year. Like they didn't make the playoffs last year. So um yeah I de- definitely think that out of the five uh, I'm more, most interest, interested, excuse me, to see the Raiders and the Cardinals and how they progress through the year. Those are the two out of the five that I'm more, most interested in.
0: And I think the good thing about the Raiders is they have the Chargers this week, but then it's a fairly easy schedule for three weeks ahead of them. Um, yes, they have the Broncos, which is another 3-0 team, but you know, we talked about that. Broncos have played the Giants, the Jets, and um, why am I forgetting Jackson- the third? They're the Jaguars. Yeah. Um, so, you know, 27 13 over the Giants, 23 13 over the Jags, and then 26 to nothing over the Jets. But, um, you know, Jordan, I think you you made that best point. It's, that's 0 and 9 compared to, you know, for the three of those teams altogether. So, you know, if the Raiders can get by the Chargers this week, they've got the Bears, the Broncos, the Eagles, and then the Giants. And, you know, those are, you know, four teams that, I don't see them really having too much of a difficulty with. Um, you know, Broncos D is gonna be difficult, but y- you know, their their offense is nothing really. Well, Broncos to write always black in my eyes.
2: The Raiders tough though. Yeah, just because yeah. division. Yeah, the division, those games, those AFC games, West games are always fucking. E- even if brutal. one of the teams like sucks totally, like they're still it's never like a total blowout.
0: Yeah.
2: Other when than when yeah. Peyton Manning was there, probably.
0: So, I mean, even if they go, you know, three and two over the next five weeks, I mean, we're talking about, you know, them being six and two overall for the first half of the season. And that's not bad at all. That's a, not a bad yep. start.
2: No, I so, mean, if you're yeah. a Raiders fan, you'd probably take that. If someone told you that to be a start the year.
0: Oh, absolutely.
2: absolutely. Just like if, it, if someone told me the Cardinals were going to start three and I'd be like, all right, I'd be ecstatic, man. Like, Hell yeah! Right. We start three and zero, yeah. baby. Right, and, like go.
1: and Jordan, we kind of mentioned it before the show. We were talking a little bit like both the Cardinals and the Raiders have played like dog have had dog shit performances uh, this year. And in Still years past, they lose right. They lose yep. those games. Mm-hmm. Where to this this year, they've been able to win them. So I think that's like growth with the team. You know what I mean? Yep. Like. It's just, like, the Cardinals have to just have find a way to have Kingsbury not fuck it up every time for them.
0: <laughs> See, that's, that that's like going to be some...
2: 80-yard field goal.
1: Dude.
0: But, uh, you know, looking at the Cardinals' schedule for their next five, they play the Rams, the Niners twice, the Browns, Texans, and Packers. So I guess that's six games. But, um, like, that's going to be a, you know, completely flip-side schedule compared to what the Raiders have. So, you know, and, you know, the way that the NFL really does go you know with these kind of ebbs and flows if you get hot like you're going to stay hot and i think that's going to be a you know big thing you know moving on with these next few games of who can keep you know at the top of their divisions and you know raiders i think can do it cardinals definitely may be a little bit more difficult with their next few
2: yeah i mean cardinals are losing on sunday so we can already write in three and one.
0: <laughs> McVeigh owns yeah, Kingsbury, the dude. The yeah, yeah. All right, and uh, I think we're all on on kind of pace that the uh, the Broncos are kind of the most pretender out of this uh, out oh, of this yeah. bunch because of their sure. their three wins. Yep. Yeah. And they they're going to be tested now because their next four games and, are the Ravens, the Steelers, the Raiders, and the Browns.
2: And yeah. just because I'm calling them pretenders right now it doesn't mean that i think that they're gonna suck or they're not they can't be a great yeah. team it's just that we haven't seen it
1: right. they have dominated
2: yeah. but they've dominated against shitty teams
1: right are yep. the one that you need more info you know what i'm saying yep. like you want to see them like again this week is going to be a big like telling tale for them yep. like an actual legitimate nfl f- uh football team that they have to go against
2: 100 dude
0: All right, so let's uh, let's talk about these uh, not-so, well, I guess we got Thursday Thursday night football, um, and then we can get into these not-so-prime-time games. Um, so we're going to be looking at every game of the week. We're going to be uh, talking about Vegas' spread line. We're going to be looking at the over-under of the uh, total points. So let's start it off with Thursday. We've got uh, Jacksonville heading into Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Right now, the Bengals are sitting at
1: seven-and-a-half-point favors. What do you guys like here? Well, I don't like the Jaguars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at all uh you know what's Good crazy I'm just like,
2: i fucking love that shit
1: <laughs> i'm just kind of looking um at some of the stats here just comparing like it's amazing that i i'm sure this is because the jaguars are down early but they they throw the ball 70 of their plays dude like that is an mm-hmm. obnoxious amount for a rookie quarterback to try to go in there and win games that way you know what i mean um yeah. Uh, But for me, like, the big thing that I'm going to be watching is going to be the secondary play of the Jaguars uh, against the wide receiver core of the uh, Bengals. Because, you know, um, surprisingly, the Bengals have been able to build a legitimate, like, wide receiver threat, you know, with with Chase and Boyd. And then I believe Higgins is out. Higgins is
2: out on Thursday. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So that kind of hurts him a little bit. But even on top of that, like – they like chase is turning into a bona fide, you know, deep threat. He's got that connection with burrow. Um, and he's going to be going up against like Shaq Griffin, uh, on the other side, who's hasn't had the best of season. Now that could be mostly because they're on the field constantly. Um, the Jaguars have probably one of the lowest time of possessions in the league. Um, and it's just, it, I feel like the Bengals are like on the cusp of becoming something pretty solid. Um, so I think that's kind of where the game kind of turns uh, uh, for me. That's where the matchups I'll be
2: watching. Um, and I do think that I think it's going to be like a
1: real coming out party for
2: the Bengals this week. So this is tough because like, this is one of those games that you look at and it's like, yeah, like the Bengals, like it's just too obvious. Why is it too obvious? I do think that Jacksonville played much better last week. Also, they were running the ball very effectively with James Robinson on the ground until they decided to do try that stupid ass flea flicker dude. Yeah. And where he where Lawrence threw the pick six. Up until that point, the Jaguars were winning the ball game. Like they were the better team in that game against the Arizona Cardinals. So does do they build on that as a young team? Because from a young quarterback, that's all you really want to see is that he improves in his first year, right? So this is tough because the Bengals, while, yeah, they're two and one, they haven't been like dominant. They beat the Steelers, but Eddie, we were talking yesterday, like how good do we really think the Steelers are at this point? Is that right. really a good win? You know what I'm saying? Like that might not be the best win offensively. They're 25th DV away and they're not very good. Uh, they're better running the ball than they are passing the ball. Uh, that's the thing with the Bengals. So I don't know what we know of the Bengals. Like, are they that team that beat the Vikings? Because I I would say that's their best win. I would say the Vikings are a better team than the Steelers. Or are they the team that lost to the Bears?
1: Yeah.
2: Yep.
0: That's true. Well, the thing that that gets me is that Jaguars' defense is not good against the pass. And, you know, the the thing that we have is that that we have T. Higgins out. Um, you know, is Trey Herndon being out going to be kind of the, the equitable bit of that or,
2: you And know, keep in mind well, that Jaguars just one... traded uh, CJ Henderson, who's a, was their best cornerback. They just traded him to Carolina this week, so they don't have him either.
0: Yeah. And see, like, is that is Chase going to be with a true number one cornerback? Or is he going to be with a, a number three quarterback?
2: Because question, that's going to be. It's not about Jamar Chase. It's whether the Bengals can protect Burrow long enough to get those passes off to Jamar Chase because they haven't been good in pass protection. They have been good in in run blocking this year, though. So they're a much better running team effectively, but their offensive line. I mean, Eddie was showing me the PFF grades, dude. Their center and their right guard are like fucking negative PFF brutal, grades, dude. Dude, yeah. dude. Like brutal. It's ugly, dude. So it's like the the Jaguars might be able to get pressure on, bro. Like this might the under might be the play in this game here, if we're yeah. being honest. Because yeah. I don't necessarily trust the Jaguars to cover seven and a half either. But do I trust the Bengals to to cover seven and a half? What what is maybe but it's shown us anything to make us think that, you know, yeah, that Steelers win was good, but at this point, we're more down on the Steelers than we are saying that's a great win against the Steelers.
1: Yeah. Like to get to your point too, like um, uh, for uh, Cincinnati, uh, in the middle of their defensive line is kind of like their strong point, right? Like DJ reader right now is the 10th ranked uh, defensive lineman in like inside defensive lineman in the NFL right now. Uh, and he'd be up against the right guard over here for, uh, Jacksonville, who's the 62nd out of 68 right guards in the league ranked on PFF. Right. So, uh, and his pass block rate is literally under 30. It's the, actually the lowest, um, of anybody available, uh, for this week. So, um, they, that's just gonna like even hinder Jacksonville more trying to pass the ball. They aren't going to be able to run the ball really either, because that front four for for, for, um, for Cincinnati is actually able to stop the run better than they play the pass. So um, I they just don't, don't know what the Jaguars played, are going to be able though. to do, though. How I
2: mean, did How did Dalvin Cook do against the Bengals?
1: I don't remember. Can someone his. pull that
2: up? Yeah, that's a good question, actually.
1: Dalvin
0: Cook had twenty carries, sixty-one yards, and a touchdown.
2: Okay, so not great. Three yeah, yards. It's actually carried. a really good game. What did <laughs> Najee seven, Harris seven. do against them, Ben? Nothing. Like
1: uh, Najee. He had 14 catches for 190 but yards. The Steelers <laughs> also have
2: the the Steelers also have yeah, the lowest. 14 rank. carries 40 yards. Yeah, not good. Go. And the Steelers have the worst rated run blocking line in all of football. They're number 32. Yeah. So what do because I keep going back to this Bears game, dude. And the Bears suck. And they lost to the Bears.
1: Yeah. I mean, they are a young team though,
0: you know what I mean? Like because Burrow turned the ball over way too much, had three interceptions. Uh, are is Jacksonville going to be able to, to intercept
1: the ball three times? Probably not. Probably not. Right. I feel like I agree with Ben. I feel like that's why they lost, right? Is the turnovers. Because it, it, even with those turnovers, the final was what, like 17, 14? Yeah, but something? that's the thing is
2: that their offensive line is. 20 isn't
1: to 17.
2: So you. teams get pressure on Burrow.
1: Yeah, but I mean, the Steelers should have been able to get a ton of pressure on him, too. And I feel like they, well, the Steelers
2: didn't have their best defensive play. They true. were missing two of their best defensive players. Yeah, so, four I mean, turnovers
0: that game, a fumble lost and three intercepts receptions yeah, that changes
2: bad. a lot with that Steelers game too that's what I'm saying like I don't know what Bengals team is going to come out and that's what worries me dude Steelers it's because they have been up the and down so far reception. if I was going to take anything I'm taking Bengals seven and a half because I don't trust the Jaguars but yeah. the Jaguars have to win a game at yeah. some point or they have to be competitive at some point dude like
1: dude I think they had that chance week one and they fucking blew it um I don't think I. I honestly think that Urban Meyer is going to end this season with as many NFL wins as he started this season. No, there's no time. way
2: they're going. To, they're they're, gonna no, win they're a game. Not going to win. are not 16.
1: It's going to take them a while, yeah, though. I agree. Got, they won't
2: lose 16. Angles, they'll the lose Titans. 17. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're going to they're going to win yeah. <laughs> that game, dude.
0: They still play so the Texans. They'll play the Falcons. Games. The Falcons. The Texans. The Jets. Like, but that those three could definitely be it because I like the under in this game though. 46. I can see the under going.
2: Yep. I think the under is the best play here. That's that's the only thing I will bet in this game, to be honest. But I gotta take a team, so I'm taking the Bengals.
1: Yeah. I'm taking the Bengals and I'm also taking the under as well. Okay, so we're all we're all on Bengals here. But don't love
2: it. Yeah. No, I'm I only don't. betting on it because it's Thursday, it's nice Thursday game. night
0: game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move to the not so prime time games uh, for Sunday. Uh, the first oh, one is a going to be game. a, a nail biter. Here we've got the Washington football team uh, going into Atlanta to play the Falcons. Uh, right now, Washington is a favorite. is favored by a point. A single point over under is sitting at forty eight. We started so I've been waiting last to talk time.
2: about this game all day. All right, so go ahead and start it. So, this Washington team is funny, man. It, they are funny. You know, I predicted them to be like one of the greatest defenses of all time, and I was absolutely fucking wrong, dude. This thing <laughs> could not have started any worse than it is going. It's like I jinxed them, dude. I say they were going to be the greatest off defense. So what do they do? They're going to be one of the worst defenses in the league this year. And I mean, it is bad, Ben. Listen to this. So they're 31st against the pass, dude. That's second to last. Only the Chiefs are worse. But they're the number one team in tackle percentage, which means that they don't really miss tackles. So they are literally these, – these teams are just getting wide open, dude. And they're just throwing the ball. Yeah, Washington – is 31st in the league and third and long defense, and they're sixth in the league and third in third and short. So it's like you'd rather be yeah. third and 10 against them than you want to be third and two. Because if you're third and third, 10, yeah. you're getting a 90%, you're converting, dude. That's how fucking dog shit this defense has been. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, we were talking about it before. Chase Young has not been getting to the quarterback because he's getting double, triple teamed, and no one else is really able to get pressure. They can't guard in the well, what back about, end.
0: Uh, what about Chase's comments this week of, you know, be, it no being being time bullshit. to play and, you know, no more bullshit? I yeah. feel like
1: it's easy to say going against the Falcons.
2: So that's very a, true.
0: Very true. That's, where,
2: that's where I wanted to go with this, a perfect segue, because they have the talent. We know they have the talent to be a great defense. They haven't been early on is it because of scheme is it because of energy like what is it we don't know but at any point they can be that great defense is this a week that it happens against the Falcons
0: well, we also got to think too like who who have they been playing uh, yes they still allowed 29 points against the uh, against the Giants but you know Buffalo is a high scoring team they were a high scoring team last year they didn't make too many changes this year and if not they've they probably added a little bit more, you know, and then they, they lost to the, the chargers who, you know, only put up 20 on them. So, and again, chargers this year too, very good, uh, kind of strong offense. So, you know, is this necessarily it just taking Washington a little bit of time to get their legs under them?
2: I mean, it's a long time, Ben. It's three weeks. They they made Daniel Jones look like fucking John Elway. (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly. Because he lost at the True. end. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's funny. Like looking at the uh, football team, just like defense in general, the issue isn't their front four. Uh, the issue isn't the back half of their secondary. They have two of the worst corners in the league. Uh, Jackson, the third, he's ranked 93rd out of 108 avail- uh, available DBs. Um, and on the other side, you St. Jude. How do you even say his name? See, but Saint if you Juiced. the it thing is actually, though is
2: is that if you watch their games like their cornerbacks are playing like so far off receivers dude well, of
1: course that's a that's a del rio system dude like that
2: is they just keep everything in front of them mm-hmm.
1: and that's the thing too is like that's like the their mentality is you're not going to beat as deep right like that's what that defense is kind of designed for but the problem is they're still getting beat deep you know what i mean like they're still getting beat downfield. That's kind of been like why the teams are getting so many yards against them. No, nah, they're, they're just getting it. like
2: 15 yards at a time. That's why they're yeah, dead last I mean. in a, third and That's a ton of long. yards,
1: dude. That's a ton of yards down a play. But it's not like
2: know? deep. It's because when they play third and 14, like when you watch that uh, Chargers game, when Herbert converted two third and 14 and longers, the corners were playing basically at the sticks, dude. Like they were letting dudes catch it like – at the at the marker and it's all you have to do is fall forward and get a first down you know what i mean
1: yeah like i i 100 agree with you dude like that is like the thing with last year too is like they would like they'd hold 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 and then they'd give up a big play that was like the big like knock on their defense last year right now they're giving up the big play and they're giving up the chunk yards on top of it. But you mentioned, like we talked about it last week too. They're one of the better red zone defenses in the league.
2: Right. Or yeah. They're still number six, even after the. the Bills game.
1: Yeah. And like, and a lot of the two, like offensively, like you don't expect, like, you don't think that the football team is going to be an offensive, like firepower, you know, like they're going to win games with defense, but the offense hasn't been playing terrible. But no, they have but they have a young quarterback and young quarterbacks do one thing and they all do it and it's consistent with all young quarterbacks, they go three and out a lot. You know what I mean? Like they may have good sustained drives, but they're gonna have a ton of three and outs on top of it. It's just a matter of if the Falcons can stay on the field, like go into the game. Like if the Falcons can get can convert on third down, then I think they have an actually legitimate shot at winning this game.
2: Well, I mean, the statistics tell you that Washington is definitely not getting off the field. So, right. So and that's if that's the, the case, mean, you know the Falcons are probably the bet here.
1: Unfortunately, I kind of, I kind of actually lean Falcons this week. As much as I hate saying it, because last time I said that they got absolutely dog walked. Uh, so, yeah, dude, I. <laughs> I they hate it, but I am going to lean Falcons here.
2: So last week, the Falcons were... They were dogs to the Giants, right? Yes. What was it? Three, three, three and a
1: half? Three and a half, yeah.
2: So th- they were saying on a neutral field that they're about equal to the Giants.
1: Two and a half. Two and a half. Okay.
2: Two and a half. So on, an e- on a neutral field, they're saying the Falcons were a half point better. Washington was a three-and-a-half-point favorite against the Giants. They ended up winning that game by how much? They didn't cover the spread, right? Three, I
1: think, right?
2: It was one or three because Washington's 0-3 against the spread. Uh, so 30-29. Uh, to
0: 29. So they oh, won by yeah, one point. So Sorry.
2: this line is telling you that uh, they think Washington is basically equal football team to the New York Giants right now.
1: Yeah, that's, that's actually fairly accurate.
2: Yikes. Or they have just, Washington like slightly better than the Giants. Like, slightly. like
1: one point? Yeah. Like, like half the a one point
2: in the, the point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I just so – I, I guess my disappointment for the football team is really where um, – like I'm just surprised at the defense too. You know what I mean? Like – like, yeah, I know you said at the beginning of the year, like, you know, oh, two Ravens, and I was like shocked to say to hear that, but I didn't think it was too far off. No, like, oh, they have they, the
2: talent, dude. The yeah, they have talent to, is there.
1: They have to have uh, 14 sh- uh, straight shutouts, <laughs> allow 200 yards a game to even be close, dude. Well, All right. So, who you guys got? Eddie or leaning Falcons? Fuck. Yeah. Falcons Florida? in the over.
2: Dude, like this one's just first of all, I'm gonna lay it out there. I am not betting this game because Washington could roll out a bet and be that defense we all thought they were gonna be, yeah. and then this game is a totally different game. Um, I'm saying like, they got called out, they have definitely, got yeah, you know out
1: what? I, I'm i not picking
2: the Falcons, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go Washington, I'm gonna go yeah. Washington I'm here. Yeah, I don't love it though, dude. <laughs> I mean it, they the, I, but I it's mean, the best
0: time for them to I don't love the Falcons
2: either. Year. Yeah, no nah. the Falcons can't even get Kyle Pitts involved, but I mean if there's a week that it could happen, it could be this now. It's gotta be, be the
0: week they do it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm still going with Washington. They got uh, they got called out, they got um, I mean everywhere has been on Washington's back this week, um, because they have the talent and they're not producing. So I think we need to, to really see that and you know, is the coach to, to push that. So, yeah. Yeah. So
1: I just don't think Matt Ryan's that guy anymore. If could put the team on his back, he's got to have a ground game. And I just think that it's until Washington...
0: their GM calls him out like he did last year.
1: Right. Yep. <laughs> All right.
0: Then if they lose this weekend, that's probably going to happen soon. Um, let's move on to, uh, we got the next two games we're just going to fly through. Um, so just let me know your pick and uh, for, for, both the spread and the over under here um so the first game we have uh houston heading into buffalo vegas has a big spread here going at 16 and a half points 16 and a half points uh in favor of buff excuse me buffalo uh over under is sitting at 47 so where are you guys going with that i would not
2: Uh, bet this game
1: (laughs) (laughs) man you're not betting at all i know all right i'm taking buffalo in the under because it's going to be 35 7 uh,
0: I'm going over Buffalo and over. I think it's going to be like, I, I, I see Buffalo getting the 47 points themselves. <laughs> and the question is going to be, can the Texans actually score anything? That's yeah. a bad
2: point. I'm going to, I would go under and I would take Texans with the points. If I had to make a bet on this, What you do, I, I really do like the under because I don't think the Texans are going to be able to score. I don't, Know if the Bills are in realists score 47, they might put up like 35, but I'm gonna go Bills or I'm gonna go Texans with the points under 47. And I'm not playing this game, (laughs) just a heads up.
1: Yeah, like if you're like listening to the show to like build your bets for the weekend, don't just stay away, dude. Okay, yeah.
0: let's, uh, let's move to another game that uh, is the, bottom of the battle of the bottom here. Uh, we've got the Lions heading into Chicago to play the Bears. This actually could be a good one because it's Detroit versus Chicago. Um, right now, Bears are sitting at minus three with an over-under of
1: 42.5. Ah, dude, this is the first win for the Lions, dude.
2: Yeah, I like the Lions here, too. I just I don't like what I saw from Justin Fields. For some uh, reason, he's
0: probably he, going to be playing. He's it's probably going to be Dalton.
2: Oh, if Dalton plays, dude, I actually I would probably take the brown the Bears here. Yep, that's where
1: s- I'm still rocking with the still rocking with the Lions here, dude.
2: That's a game changer. Uh, because if Dalton plays, dude, I mean, I would probably still take the three points from the Lions. But I
0: the Lions have. Lions have played some difficult teams. So they have. I'm going to give this to the Lions. Lions are two and one against first, the spread this year, dude. My first loss of the week, but uh, <laughs> it, could be, it could be this one. So uh, where are you guys going? Sorry, Lions or Bears?
1: I'm taking the Lions. I'm going to go Bears. Lions and I'm taking the under.
2: I'm going to go Bears because the Bears defense is still good. Yep. I'd probably go under on that 42 and a half. That's pretty low. Yeah, I
1: mean, there's a lot of injuries for the Bears too, man. Yeah.
0: All hey, right, let's on move on to again. But...
2: Mainly. Oh, Cleo Mac
1: too. Yeah.
2: Mac Hold on. Mac. He's not playing either. Nope. Oh, okay. I'm taking lines. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Way to get that change in just last second before we moved on though. <laughs> now it counts. Um all right. So then now we're moving over to a game that we do care about. This is the uh the Carolina Panthers, the 3 0 Carolina Panthers. I did not expect to be saying that. Um going into to play the two-and-one Cowboys. Uh right now, Cowboys are favored as four and a half point, favored by four and a half points, um, being in Dallas and over under is sitting at 50 and a
2: half points. 50 and a half. I love the under here, dude. <laughs> the under is like best bet material, to be honest. Carolina's number one defensively um points per drive. I mean, they're they're allowing less than one point per drive. So basically, if you have like seven drives a game, they're giving up less than seven points. They have, you know, they did play Davis Mills, they have played Zach Wilson. They did, but they did play the Saints, dude. And they dominated that Saints game, and the Saints don't look bad at all. I mean, they, they went out and beat a good uh, New England Patriots defense, top five DVOA, and then they beat the shit out of the fucking Packers, right? So they have two good wins. The, Carolina uh,
0: has not played the Packers?
2: No, Carolina played the Saints, who have oh, okay. two good wins, okay. and they, they beat the shit out of the Saints, dude. I do understand that they lost JC Horn, but they bring in CJ Anderson or Henderson, who was a first-round pick last year. They got him for a third-rounder from Jacksonville, so I don't think they're going to lose too much because they have been able to get after the quarterback. You know, and we said this in the beginning of the year. Like Carolina spent a lot of draft capital last year on the defense, and this year on the offense. Their offensive line is definitely the biggest concern here, especially because Dallas has been able to, uh, ever since they lost lawrence and move micah parsons to the edge they have been able to get after the quarterback a little bit but the eagles offensive line was banged up last week too so we do have to take that into consideration Mm -hmm. i think this is too many points to be giving carolina um because i do think they're a good team dude and i think this is where they prove it they're going to cover this four and a half but i love the under here i love the under 50 and a half
1: yeah um I do uh I do lean the under as well uh the only thing I worry about man is McCaffrey being out I know Mm -hmm. that he was out for half the game last week Hubbard was nice though Chuba Hubbard was nice but that's the Texans dude like and that was nice in
2: college too
1: yeah I mean a lot of players are nice in college though um not saying that the Cowboys like are like a great defense or anything because they're not. They had a great game last week against a really abysmal offense, right? And I think that like the like how well that they played on Monday night has had more to do with the fact that it was the Eagles on the other side yeah. um, than it was the Giant or not the Giants the Cowboys uh, performing. But if you look at like a tail of the tape between the quarterbacks, dude, like it's kind of insane how. You think of Dak Prescott on one level and Sam Darnold on another level, right? Like Prescott's like above where Darnold is when in the minds of most uh, most people. But if you look at just like comparisons, uh, Sam Darnold has a one hundred and five quarterback rating in a clean pocket with Prescott at a one hundred and fifteen in a clean pocket. Not much of a difference there. Under pressure, Darnold has an eighty-two point five QB rating compared to Prescott's eighty eighty point five. Um, they had the same amount of same percentage of big time throws. Uh, and they had, and press Darnold actually has a lower turnover, um, turnover percentage. So in comparison, there's not much difference. Um, the one difference offensively that I see is that like obviously favors Dallas, right. Um, but that's going to be uh, counteracted by the play of Carolina's defense with AJ Boye who's going to be in the lineup again as well. Um, so, this is where I stick to that under bet. I do believe that the under is the way to go here um, for a, a team to win. I think the Cowboys do win this game. Um, if this game was in Carolina, I might feel a different way, uh, but because it's in Dallas, I I just think that the Cowboys are are going to be able to cover this game. But the interesting thing too, man, both teams are three and zero against the spread, so um,
2: one team's walking out of here. 4-0 yeah. and 4-0 and against the spread
1: right I don't think they're I, I honestly think the Cowboys win this game I think they win probably by like 7 to 10 plus they kind of were getting the ground game going a little bit oh, and they just those need 7 to, to 10
2: dog you're yeah, telling me there yeah. is 7 oh my god no I'm they're telling way you way that
1: this curve. week without McCaffrey they're going to win by 7 to 10 points if McCaffrey's in the game, I think it's a completely different story because Carolina can control the clock more and keep Dallas's offense off the field. But Hubbard, I haven't seen enough for me to think that he's going to be able to take over a game like McCaffrey. He's going to have all the opportunity in the world. and took over the, the game after great.
2: McCaffrey went out last week. The
1: Texans, bro.
2: Come on. The Texans were playing great defense in that first half. It's just
1: like it's like saying that like the Cowboys' offense was you know dominating the defense, dominating against the Eagles. It's like literally the exact same conversation. Uh,
2: Give me Carolina plus four and a half here, Ben. I'm still not sure where I'm going. Neither of you swayed me. I'm <laughs> definitely under. Carolina's defense is too good. Like. I don't yeah. think that – really what's made Dallas's offense good this year is that they've been able to run the ball and then effectively use their play action off that.
1: They just started running the ball last week,
2: though. They've been running the ball all year. They had over 100 yards against the Rams, or the Chargers, I mean.
1: Yeah, but they lost – the Chargers aren't a really good run defense, though, but they lost week the first week because they didn't fucking run the ball.
2: They had four turnovers created, and they still lost – they're one of the first teams ever, dude. That's, they're only like the third team to ever have plus four turnover margin and lose a game. Carolina, though, so great defensively, dude. Like, they're just quick to the ball, and they're number one against the run, dude. I, mean, I don't think Dallas is going to be able to run the ball effectively against them, and I think that's going to change everything. I, I'm not saying Dallas is going to lose, but I definitely think this is a close ball game. Like, this is a 20-17, to 23-20 to 20 type game
1: yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: and the, the the big kicker here is the amount of passing yards that Dallas allows per game, and that's 347, um, which is just astronomical to me. So with the Panthers not having CMC, Still got DJ Moore, they still got Robbie Anderson. Yeah, no, then that's that's what I'm saying. Without CMC, they're gonna have to play that. And you know, the Cowboys, you know, secondary is not quality enough for me, so I, I think I'm gonna lean in that Panthers for this is a tough one.
2: Yeah, no, this, this is a like... I,
0: this is one that I. All right, let's move on to this uh, this next game. We're going to fly through this one. Um, we've got the Colts going into Miami to play the Dolphins. Right now, Miami is a one-and-a-half-point favor here. Over-under is sitting at 43 points. Who do you got? And over-under,
2: over or under? Yeah, and Both dude, these teams aren't going to cover.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't sprain both your ankles on one play and have me pick you to put my money down, dude. <laughs> like. <laughs> This is a Jacoby Brissett revenge game. He's gonna dominate the game. I'm taking the dolphins and I'm
2: also taking the over.
0: You think Mac will get traded before uh traded to to nah impact. because
2: apparently fucking Jonathan Taylor like might not play this week.
0: Where'd you hear that?
2: I got I heard it today on the radio.
0: Oh, I do see Jonathan Taylor being questionable.
2: Yeah, they said that he might not fucking play this week, dude. Hmm. And also, hello, people started swooping up Marlon Mack this week on in fantasy. Yeah,
1: I saw that.
0: Well, yeah, but that's just because he was likely going to get traded. And uh, I think he's going to the Patriots, but we'll see what happens there. Um, so, But again, we're not talking about this one. We're just picking one. Dolphins minus at one and a half or Colts plus one
1: and a half. Oh yeah, Dolphins, hundred percent.
2: Yeah, I'm going Dolphins with or without Jonathan Taylor. I like the Dolphins here.
1: I'm going Colts.
0: All right, now Eddie and Jordan for the Dolphins here. All right, let's move to a game that matters. Uh, we've got the Browns going into uh, Minnesota to play the Vikings. Um, right now, Vikings are two point home dogs. Over under sitting at 51 and a half. So Jordan is definitely taking the Vikings because they're home dogs.
2: Yep.
0: (laughs) Can already mark that one off. Eddie, where are you going with this one?
1: Uh, Dude, I like the Vikings, man. I really think that they eat just as easily could be three and zero as they are one and two, right? Yep. Um, Kirk Cousins is balling this year. He's the third rated yep. quarterback in the NFL this year, uh, according to PFF. Uh, but his, here is no here's wow. the problem. Here's the problem. His left tackle. He's the seventy second rated left tackle Minnesota's in the league. Defense. Bro. Miles Garrett is going to be against him pretty much all day. Had, yeah, but they're like, still
2: they. They've still been good against uh, the past, though. I mean, they have only allowed five sacks, which is like way above league average, dude. They're like top th- third of the league in sacks allowed.
1: Yeah, I I think that's a lot of like Dalvin Cook action. Like, do we know if he going to play this week? He's playing this week. Yes, like guaranteed. He's listed as questionable. Yeah. No, right. he
2: said he said he's playing this week though.
1: Okay, so the healthy Dalvin Cook. That kind of changes it a little bit for me. Um, but at the end of the day, man, like the Browns have one of the highest like overall team rankings, according to PFF um, offensive ranking. They're second in the league defensive ranking, they're fifth in the league. How much of that is because they got the luxury of playing uh, the bears last week. Um, but to be honest, if they can contr- – like, it's going to be a very fast
2: And game they played the like. fucking Chiefs defense, which is last in the league. Dude, yeah. everyone's fucking running over them. That's and true. Houston.
1: And Houston. And Houston. And Houston, right? So, again, that's another one of those, like, strength of schedule
2: type deals, right? Um, and the and the Vikings on the flip side, they've had a tough schedule, dude. Right. Cincinnati they both two, one go. ATS,
0: too, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because that Arizona game was only a single point,
1: thirty-four. And what is it the Vikings getting two? Is that what you said?
2: Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings good. are getting two points, so they're home dogs.
1: I love the Vikings at home. Houston was Houston was not only advantage.
2: covering, but they were in position to win that game until Tyrod Taylor got hurt. They were <laughs> winning the game when Tyrod Taylor got hurt. Minnesota's very well could-
0: defense is so bad, though.
2: Yeah, but that offense is so good, dude. They outscored the Seahawks offense. And they kind of shut them down in that second half.
1: They did get the benefit of playing against the Seahawks defense, though.
2: But that's what I'm saying. They still had to outscore that offense. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they kept pace with the Cardinals, which is the number one offense in the league. Like, that offense can score, but bro. You, say they,
0: that, you can say that same thing about Cleveland, though.
2: That they had to keep pace with the Chiefs, but no, they were that game. They lost that, they lost the that game.
0: Yeah, by four, they still got twenty nine points there. Thirty one against Houston and twenty six against Chicago. Yeah, no, yeah, the they were Bra- going to lose up,
2: that Houston game if Tyrod Taylor was in that game. I
1: feel like though, like, like you're when you're picking this game, you're not picking like two bad teams. Like we can throw out all
2: the numbers all day. But, That's like, why it's Browns too good. good the Vikings and are good. You're giving me two points at home.
1: Yeah, I'm actually. I'm. I am going to. Fuck! I don't like this at all.
2: I like um, this game, man. I like the Vikings, here. I'm
0: going Browns. Vikings uh, defense. I, yeah. Suspect to me.
1: Oh, dude. I'm going to take so the home, place. dog, just because, like, the Vikings, I feel like, have a really strong home field advantage that it gets crazy there, dude. So,
2: yeah, Skull I'm going to take gang, the points. Dude. Skull gang, I'm riding with you this week. God, you Vikings know, going into this plus week, two, man,
1: Dude, going into this week, I felt like this is a, a good week for for bets. Like these lines were, like in the gambler's favor a little bit. But as we've been talking about them, I'm hating a lot of these games.
2: <laughs> I think there's a, I think that, I think that Vikings one is in our favor, dude. To be honest,
1: yeah, I don't know, man. We'll have to wait and see. I saw I haven't picked my best bets yet. That's that's what I'm getting at. There we go. There we go.
0: All right, next game we're gonna talk about is uh, we've got a few more here. Um is gonna be the Giants heading into New Orleans to play the Saints. Are they, are they gonna be at home with the Superdome Fire?
1: Yes, this is our first home game. I think game. it's our first official home game. Yeah,
0: okay. First official home game. Uh line is sitting at seven and a half on some books, eight on others. So we're gonna go with eight. Um, Saints is eight point favors over under sitting at 43
1: and a half. Man, I hate the giants. And I, and I hate the saints offense. Like it's a defense has been really good though. The saints defense has been amazing, dude. Like that defense is, uh, let's see. I think they're, as far as PFF goes, they're the eighth ranked defense in the league overall defense, but they're, I think top five in rush defense. Oh, no, number one, actually, pardon me, in rush defense. And I feel like the Giants are a run first, pass second type of team. Um, they're going to be able to get the ball moving on the ground too. Uh, and they feel like it's another game where like the Giants don't score a lot of points because uh, like the Saints either like shut teams out or they don't, you know what I mean? Like last week, that, that Patriots game was ugly, dude. Patriots never looked like they were in that game at all.
2: Um, No, not for a second. (laughs) Yeah, like
1: it it was ugly from the beginning. Uh, The Saints offense doesn't have like the same firepower, right? It doesn't have the same explosion, but they still got Kamara. He's still going to just dominate the game, uh, keep the ball moving, keep the chains moving. Um, Eight points is a lot for a team that I don't feel like has a good offense, like consistent, but I still think that the defense is going to hold up. Um, And I think the under is kind of like you can auto under, the Saints going forward
2: <coughs> yeah yeah no it's not a it's not a terrible bet although the Giants did allow 30 points to the Washington football team and I would say the Saints are kind of an equivalent to that although they don't necessarily have the weapons that Washington has outside of Kamara um, but you know the Saints get turnovers and nobody loves to turn the ball over more than Daniel fucking Flipper Jones. himself, dude. Daniel Jones. This motherfucker cannot hang on to the football. I think he's going to make some mistakes. I would take the Saints here with the points. I think they're going to cover. Plus, there's going to be all that um, you know, excitement right. in the arena around being back for the first time since Hurricane Ida. So I think that's going to play a big factor, too. I think the Saints are going to be fired up. I like the Saints here.
0: I like how you talk about Daniel Jones and him dropping the football. He's only got one fumble this year and no interceptions. Yeah, but he almost has.
2: He he almost has one fumble per game he's ever started in the league. Tiny hands, dude. Smell like cabbage.
0: <laughs> he's had twenty-one fumbles in
1: thirty games.
2: That's be almost That's one a, a game, ton, dude. dude. That's a lot, dude. Yep.
1: Yeah, i I just don't.
2: And he only plays good Giants against are, Washington.
1: Yeah, I just think the Giants aren't aren't a good team, dude.
2: Like, no, they're not. They suck, dude. And Sterling Shepard's hurt too. Yeah,
1: they, um, they're pretty much their main weapon no. over Gallagher. I had such
0: high hopes for them this year. Such high hopes.
1: I think I had them going winning. You the convinced division. me too that I thought they'd be better, but no, their defense stinks too, dude. Their defense, yeah, it, their
2: defense isn't good either
0: and how is Daniel Jones their leading rusher? <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude, they don't put fucking Barkley in the game. They're doing this twenty three like carries, one hundred and sixty one yards,
0: and two TDs. Man, get him on the get Barkley out and there, dude. He's got better yards per carry than uh, Kamara does.
2: Yeah, dude, Daniel. Well, Dimes, well, though. better
1: than Kamara does. So, dude, you put him in that Lamar Jackson category. Yeah, there we go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, so we're all on. The- the Saints here, I'm taking it. Are you, ben, yeah. are you going with your Giants? Are you still riding that sticking train? Sticking with
0: my Giants. I'm sticking with uh, my Giants. They gotta uh, win at some point. They gotta <laughs> win at some point. They're not even his favorite team. No, they're not. They're
2: not they are this year though, dude. Yeah. It's <laughs> our football team, and then the Ben's and Giants. Ben's giants. Uh, Little Giants. No, they suck
0: too much. They suck too much. I'll go Saints. Eight points is just a lot to me. It For is this, a lot. Uh, I agree.
2: I like the like under this, in this
0: game though. Yeah,
1: because like the Saints could easily just put up like 13 points this game, you know, and what I mean? still win.
2: Like, and still win.
0: Yeah, it, it could very well be 13 to seven.
2: Yeah. Wins. So under.
1: Yeah, unders where I'm riding. Yeah, I like
0: that
2: under. I do like that under.
0: Ah, uh, I'm gonna go with my intuition. I'm gonna go Giants minus plus eight.
2: Oh no, dude! He's no doing it. Dude. Going with intuition <laughs> on this one.
0: That's what I'm feeling. I'm going against a lot against you guys on a lot of these, so I might have a uh interesting weekend. You might be the number one this week, yeah. That's true. Um, let's uh I can't say fingers crossed because that's probably not gonna help. Um, uh, let's go uh to this next game. We're gonna be skipping this one because uh jets are a shit show. Um, we've got the jets hosting the titans right now. Uh Vegas has the Titans favorite at seven and a half points over under of 46. I'm going to go uh, Titans seven and a half, minus seven and a half, and over on the 46. Where are you guys going?
2: Jets plus seven and a half. Give me the points. No AJ Brown, no Julio Jones, Ugh. likely <laughs> like the Jets. The Jets got to, you're talking about the Giants got to win at some point, and you want them to win in the Superdome first game back in Hurricane Ida? The Jets got to win at they're some winning. point.
0: I'm not saying they're winning. I'm saying they're covering by eight. Right. The I, Jets that, suck,
2: I, bro. Yeah,
1: I have that.
0: Same
2: yeah, the Jets mentality. do so.
1: I have that same mentality for the Jets this week. They're not going to win, but they're going to keep it close enough to where they cover the seven and a half.
0: Let's talk uh, about uh, let's talk about turnovers per game. We've got fucking
1: seven interceptions.
0: Yeah, hey. The Titans
2: don't get a ton of turnovers. Their well, defense
0: does. When Wilson's staring at the defender or at the wide hey, receiver, the whole play, that's fair. They're going to get interceptions here. Hey, my because
2: guy's going to look like an all pro this week, and it's going to be his best game. And people are going to be like, oh, Zach Wilson's the truth, and he'll never look the same again. But this is a game where he's going to go off, dude. It's not happening. All right.
1: So, Eddie, where are you going? I am also going with the Jets, but not to win, just to cover. All right. Another one on the left. You are going to
0: lose. Okay. All right. We're, uh, we're heading to this next game. Uh, We've got a real redemption game, real redemption game here. Uh, We got the chiefs as seven point favors going into Philadelphia to play the Eagles Uh, right now over under is sitting at 54 and a half. Can the chiefs chiefs take this one? The answer is yes. Yeah. Very much so. I just don't
2: don't think the Eagles can score enough to keep up with them. As bad as the Chiefs' defense has been, 32nd DVOA. I mean, the Eagles, dude, Jalen Hurts is not a good quarterback, bro, and no one can tell me otherwise. This guy literally comes off his first read, and if it's not there, he hella panics in the pocket, starts rushing, throws a bad ball, or he just fucking takes a one-yard gain on a run, dude. Like, this is going to get ugly, bro. Andy Reid's return to Philadelphia too, bro. He probably wants to put it on the Eagles.
1: Yeah. Plus, they just lost two weeks two in, in a row, row. dude. Yep. Like, and they haven't they didn't really look good in either in those losses. You know what I mean? That defense has something to prove. Perfect medicine is having the Eagles come into town. Um, I agree. Like Jalen Hurts is only like he's really only effective against the Blitz and under pressure. Right, Because that's when he can use his legs He out of the pocket. There's less players downfield to um, to be able to spy him. But the beauty thing is, is the Chiefs fucking stink defensively, so they're not going to get any pressure on him. So he's going to have to beat him from the pocket, and he won't be able to do it, dude. Um, both teams throw the ball a ton. Almost 70% of the plays they're throwing the ball. Clyde Edwards Hilaire can't hold on to the ball, so they're not going to fucking try to run it that much. Uh, he's he, just re- he rushed the ball, the ball really
2: time. well last week.
1: You've got two fumbles in two games in a row, dude. Well, I I
0: think that's the big thing. And and Jordan and I talked about this on tap room was that's something that, that you can work on. You can, can you're not going to turn the ball over four times again. Um, They should. not And that's, that's going to be the, the big thing for, you know, this, you know, this week's action is that they, that's something you, you hold on to the ball a little bit like he's Claire is going to have that in his mind that he has to hold on to that ball um so yeah maybe a punch out but he's not going to be you know carrying that thing you know loosey-goosey like he did last last week the last two weeks Yeah, there's no way Mahomes is going to have
1: no Mahomes going to have a hell
0: of a game to this week dude
1: and on top of that like I've, I want to see the Chiefs run plays, like not like, "Hey, Kelsey, run eight yards, turn around, you'll be open because you're the biggest and you have and you're the best tight end in the league." And Hill just run out down the field and run around for an hour, and Mahomes is gonna break out of the pocket and we'll find you eventually. Like run actual plays. They don't run fucking plays. It's schoolyard football every fucking time, dude. You have the best offense in the league. You have the best offensive minds in the league and on the Chiefs but yet you don't run anything like you can't get away with that. We talked about it last year too. Like they couldn't cover because they would do this shit all the time. They'd fucking get up big and they just kind of let off the gas and teams would come back or the exact opposite. They go down early because they're fucking around too much. And then they, you know, come back and win games at the end. Like just run a system, dude, run a system and no one can beat you.
0: I think this is the week that Philly's defense comes back down to earth,
2: and we came back down to earth against the Cowboys. They couldn't stop the Cowboys for shit. That's
0: true. They're, I mean, their their defensive numbers are still are are still good, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I didn't really think about that. They allowed
1: 41 points against Cowboys, Uh, and I also think too, like the injury to Brandon Graham is what's bringing them back to reality. Uh, He's out for the year. He was their heart and soul that defense, heart and soul of the team. You know what I mean? So. um, they don't have that edge. That edge rusher. Not that you need an edge rusher against the uh, Chiefs, but um, I agree with you, Ben. That defense is going to be. We're going to be talking them at the bottom of the pack by the end of the yeah. year. No. Yep. Yep. All right. So we all on Chiefs here. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh,
0: all right. Next game is going to be a little bit more interesting. Um, we've got uh, you know a, a NFC West. Uh, you know, big big one here um, we've got the Seahawks heading into San Francisco to play the Niners right now Niners are three-point favors over under sitting at 52 and a half
1: yeah, dude, this is like the game I want to watch this week um, considering the, the Raiders are obviously playing on Monday so I can actually watch it um, so for me, it's the reason I like these teams are always like so competitive with each other, right? Mm-hmm. Like obviously back in the day when it was like the Kaepernick uh, led Niners and the uh, Russell Wilson Seahawks, back in the Legion of Boom days, they were the best games every year, dude. Like hard hitting defenses, um, you know, just physical, physical games. Um, and I, I hope that we get kind of get back to that because that's those, I mean, they were my favorite games to watch. The problem is Garoppolo has struggled this year. Um, not all necessarily his fault, I don't think. I mean, they have had injuries, like crazy injuries. They don't have any running backs, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Moster goes out after two, dude. Uh, one of the more injury prone players I've seen in a while. Um, yep. But at the same time, like Garoppolo hasn't completed what they consider a big time throw all year. Like, you know what I mean? Like a lot of his yards he gets is like dumping it to Debo and Debo just taking it to the house. So um, I need to see more out of Garoppolo. Um, I don't need him to like throw for 400 yards or anything crazy because that's not what who he is but I do need to see him like convert some third downs that keep drives alive. Cause they're not going to be able to rely on the run game like they normally do. Uh, Trace sermon looked pretty good in the second half last week. So that's encouraging. Well, that's um, the
2: thing that's scary about the Niners Eddie is cause they couldn't run the ball against the Packers Dude, the Packers haven't been able to stop nobody.
1: Yeah, give Sermon some time there, dude. Like the second half, he started to get loose. I think he averaged like four and a half to five yards carry in that second half. But they just couldn't use him because they were down, right? So, um, I think if they, I think they give him the ball a little more now. Like, you know, Seattle's defense, <laughs> like that's a per- another team that they should be able to run the ball against. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Seattle's defense <laughs> is better than.
2: They're better against the run than the Packers are.
1: They gave up, like, 200 yards in the second half to Derrick Henry, dude.
2: And they're still better against the run than the Packers because the Packers gave it up to Kamara. They they let uh, Swift and the Lions run all over them, too. Like, they're not a great defense. Maybe they figure something yeah. out. I don't know. You know, is that game against the Niners an anomaly or is it the first two games for their defense? As far as Seattle's defense is concerned, I mean, they suck too, right? Mm-hmm. They're not good against the run. They gave up all that shit to Cook – uh, or not to Cook, to Madison and then to Derrick Henry. But the Niners can't stop the pass, dude. They got a lot of injuries in their secondary. Yeah. So that – you know, That's Aaron Rodgers was really able to get after them. And, you know, Wilson and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are next up. So well,
0: is, is Tyler Lockett going to be – I mean – that's he's questionable, yeah, he's at this questionable. Point, but is he going to even even if he plays, he's not going to be at 100? So, so
2: DK over a whole team, you, Devontae Adams just had like 12 catches for like a, they couldn't, they knew Devontae Adams was getting the ball, they still couldn't stop him, dude.
1: Yeah, the, the other issue, the other thing that's kind of concerning too is Josh Norman's health, right? Like, he's out. Well, yeah, he's not, not good. mistaken. Josh Norman, I think he's he was washed that bro. bad, dude. He's and, washed. He's not like the Josh Norman from when he was dominating the league, but he's still a good – he's still a good DB, dude. I don't know about
2: all that. He's decent.
1: I mean, the Niners' defense last week was playing better with him on the field than when he left the field. It's
2: true. No, dude, they were down the whole game, dude. The Packers were leading from the start of the game. They scored on the first drive.
1: They didn't throw the deep bomb over Norman. They threw it over Mosley. Doesn't matter. Dude. That they move the fault. ball.
2: They move the ball with ease down the fucking field in the My first whole,
1: drive, dude. The first drive they had a deep bomb over. No, that's the second drive. The deep bomb. The first drive they marched down the field, sure, but the second, the whole second drive was that deep pass, and then it was what? Set. They only scored whatever it was, like eighteen points after that. And That was quick. Boom, boom. So and
2: you're again, taking not, the Niners? Not Norman's fault. Ben's taking the Niners. I'm taking the Seahawks.
1: I'm taking the Niners because they're playing at home.
2: I'm taking Seahawks plus three. Uh, fuck that, dude. Seahawks Russell, Russell Wilson. Yeah, no, but C- I don't think the yeah, Niners so- are that good
1: either. I think the Niners are better than the Seahawks. The Seahawks have points. choked two games, dude. They've choked two games this year that they should have won.
2: Yeah, so they got to figure it out at some point. Not this week. They starts They stay right. until further notice.
0: All right, we've got two more games to uh, get through. These not so not so prime times. So we've been talking about these for a long time, so we got to get through them. Uh, we've got the Reagan, Ravens heading into uh, Denver to play the Broncos. Right now, Broncos are favored by a point uh, at home. Over under sitting at forty four. I love this under.
2: Yeah, for the Broncos Ravens. Yep. Hell yeah!
0: Love the under under forty four here. Uh, I think you got two great defenses that are are going to struggle. I also like Ravens plus plus a point here. Um, They're getting a lot of their wide receivers back, so they will have options if Lamar decides to throw it and doesn't just take off running.
2: I don't think Um, Bateman's playing this week, though.
0: No, he's going to sit one more week. Is is he going to sit one more week? Okay. Who else did they just get back, though? Um, Uh,
1: Mostly. Uh, Hang on. I do on my list here. Well, he's not listed on the injury report.
0: I, th- I figured he'd still be
1: unquestionable. Man. Um, dude, it was crazy. Like, Maybe your numbers are different, but my numbers are showing Boykin. that. Boykin, thank you. That 8% of the money is on the under. Only 8% for this game?
2: Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know how the accuracy of that. Because this... This would seem like an undergame, although Baltimore's defense hasn't been great this year by any stretch of the imagination. Um, That's true. Their 20th in DVOA, their 10th against points, the rush, yeah. 20th against the pass. I do think that, you know, the Broncos lost their two starting guards last week, and they lose Bradley Chubb for the year. So I think that is going to take effect. I like the Ravens here because of that. Yep um you know denver is a tough place to play mile high stadium the altitude all that shit it's real but i i, I gotta take the ravens here dude i think the broncos are being overvalued
1: yeah, definitely i yep. agree i take a money line at this point dude i think you get like i'm showing like minus 100 right now for money line so you it's basically break even on your money right Yep. um i've got like, what's uh, a point anyway like a point's nothing so why even bother with it um but yeah i think the ravens win i would even take this on like a uh you know those adjusted lines that they do where you can get the ravens at like minus six and a half or minus whatever uh i, I would take, even a take minus six there. and a half though <laughs> no i think it will dude because like this is like we mentioned it earlier this is the first actual legitimate like defense that they these broncos are playing and on top of that but on the flip the, side they
2: could they could be that good in you know, it could, could be, but this, this is a game. fast
1: defense, though, dude. And like Bridgewater's been making plays with his feet. You know what I'm saying? He's been getting out of the pocket, and making things happen with his feet. So, um, I don't know. I think they're going to be able to contain Bridgewater in the pocket, uh, make him have to actually have to beat him with their arm. And there's a ton of injuries for the Broncos, too, in their receiver core. Um, uh, Tim Patrick's Judy. been nice, Sutton's been nice, but Judy's out. Um, and uh, it's just, I for me, going seen i have to see the broncos do it we talked about earlier with the panthers uh and hubbard like i don't trust the broncos yet i wouldn't put my money on them yet facts
0: all right so we're all in the ravens here let's uh, end out these not so prime times with the steelers heading into green bay to place play the packers uh packers have home field advantage here which is giving them a six and a half point uh favor here over under sitting at 45 and a half um, Packers fucking,
2: here because the fucking Steelers suck,
1: stink, dude. Yep. Um, I'd also probably go over. I actually can lean the other way on that because I'm pretty yeah. sure Watt's supposed to play this week. Um, and if he plays, that Steelers defense like go moves up like five six levels, right? Um, I just don't
2: trust the Steelers to score any points. That's what I mean.
1: So like, I think it's like a twenty to thirteen type affair. Um, that's true. You know what I mean? So and, if if the Steelers can't run the ball against the Packers, though, then they'll never be able to run the ball. Like Najee Harris, he's he had nineteen targets last week, dude. Like nineteen targets for a running back, like that's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: What was a better question: Is this the beginning of the end for Roethlisberger? Dude, yeah, this dude.
2: is the this is the end end. Like the beginning of the end was last year. This is the end end. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like they need Dewey out there, dude. Like, just throw him out there.
2: It can't <laughs> be any worse, dude. Seriously, bro, they can't do shit, man. This team yeah. sucks. They're last in the league in rushing. It's hard to watch
1: too. By the way, it's supposed to be uh raining out in Green Bay this weekend.
2: Shit, little under weather report day, action
1: for you, dude. So I definitely taking the under here.
0: Mine just says cloudy,
1: but man, either way, wow. The rate the Steelers have the. 32nd ranked offense, according to offense. <laughs> Yep,
2: wow. dude they're the worst yeah. off op- dude they're the worst offensive line in football 32nd mm-hmm. out of 32 wow
1: dude that's so and in- oh my god ben Rigger's quarterback rating under pressure is 20.1 <laughs> ouch 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 that's ouch. so bad dude all right. Well,
0: oh, let's take a, a quick break, and uh, we're gonna hear from one of the Tap Room Sports podcast, and we will be
2: right back. Do you like sports? Yeah. Do you like beer? Yeah. Well, the perfect podcast exists for you. Tune in every Monday as I, Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks lads,
0: and me, Big Ball and Ben Larson, as we recap the weekend sports, preview upcoming games, and review quality craft brews on the Tap Room Sports podcast.
2: Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fixed, visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more info.
0: Welcome back. Make sure to check out Jordan and I on the Taproom Scores podcast. Always drop in for Monday mornings. It's time to move out of the games themselves. We're going to be focusing on individual players now in our weekly fantasy draft. Last week, Eddie took it Eddie took the W on this. He scored 94 points um, with his, uh, I mean, Mahomes and Eckler led team. Um, and then uh, I was well behind him uh, with 66 points. And then uh, since Jordan didn't have Dalvin Cook play, he, uh, he dropped down to 51.9 points. Sad thing is he almost still beat me. But um, <laughs> so, uh, it, uh, sorry, Jordan is going to be taking the first pick. I'm going second again. And then Eddie is third
2: overall pick. Jordan, where are you going? Yes, sir. So this week, my first overall pick is going to be...
1: With the first pick.
2: Ooh, this is tough, man. This is tough. I'm gonna go with
1: with the first pick.
2: I'm gonna go. Oh my god, dude. I don't even know where to go with this one.
1: With the first pick. I had it like all
2: I had it all set in my head where I was gonna go to and now now I'm like, oh my god, I have the first pick. What am I gonna do here? (laughs) <laughs> we're going to go Nick Chubb against uh Vikings. Nick Chubb. Okay. We're going uh, Redemption Tour, and we're going uh, Mahomes.
1: Nice. I'm taking the real Redemption Tour. I would be taking uh, one Tom Brady um, with my first pick, pick and with my second pick. Uh, so, who can I not pick? I can't take Eckler, Hill, or Jones. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see my second pick we are going to go with that's kind of tough now dude um there's not anything that like pops out to me um you're gonna take the
2: the guy that averages
1: a yard a carry yep he's gonna have like 38 catches
0: um We're going King Henry because he's playing the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, (laughs) Jets.
2: All right. And then I'm going to go with Kittle. And then I'm going to bring it back, and I'm going to take. I'm going to go with. Oof. We're taking two wide. We take two wide receivers, right?
0: Two wide receivers. Yep. Correct.
2: All right. We're gonna go with. Uh... I'm gonna go Stefan Diggs. Good pick there.
0: I was thinking about that one. I'm
1: gonna go Jamar Chase. Nice. It's a good one. Man, I was Bye. in my
2: second one because I didn't think anyone's gonna take him.
1: Uh, I'm taking the actual wide receiver one in all fantasy football, and that's going to be Cooper Cup uh, with my first pick. And with my second pick, we're going to take Devontae Adams.
2: Benjamin. We'll
0: go with the... Redemption Tour of Eddie's. We're going
2: to go Goodwin. Godwin. Excuse me. I'm going to go Justin Jefferson. And then for quarterback, I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. Mm, Pulled
1: move cotton. See if it works out for him oh it's me um <laughs> shit
0: my bad um eddie you took kelsey last last week so i'm gonna go with kelsey
1: nice uh we're gonna go ahead and select a uh, one darren waller so i figured uh, you'd go with. for he's made two bad games like not bad games but subpar games i think he'll break out this week um and for the kicker uh, we're going to go with Daniel Carlson. And I'll just take him every other week.
2: That's the only kicker you know.
1: It's the only kicker that matters. Ben? Um,
0: Buffalo is going against Houston, so
1: I'm going to go with uh, Bass. He was like my fourth highest score last week. Yeah.
2: And I'm going to go with – uh. Mac, Mac Manis from the Broncos. How do you say his name? Mac Maness, McManus. 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 <laughs> there you go. There's no <laughs> way. Let's see. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Some English lessons here. All right. So that was uh, that was our our fantasy draft for the week. Uh, Eddie, again, took the W and uh, overall, let's see. We had a, a shift here with eddie's w he went to 291 points let's go jordan right below right below at 290.8 so 291 Dalvin. to 290.8, and then I'm, Cook, uh, dude. I'm a little ways behind at 267.3 but i'm coming back this week i feel it i feel the w so um we're gonna move to the primetime games we've got uh three three to talk about i think these will go with uh Go fairly quick here um, just with the lineup. So maybe not. Um, but we also have our best bets to finish up the podcast here. So let's move straight into it. Um, we've got uh, the Cardinals heading into L.A. to play the Rams. Rams are five-point favors here. Over-under is sitting at 55 points.
1: Jordan, feel free.
0: <sighs> he doesn't want to start because it's his Cardinals. I already know that. I mean yeah.
2: dude I'm not gonna lie here like I would take the Rams unbiasedly I mean mcVeigh fucking owns Cliff Kingsbury dude he's four and0 against him four and0 at or three one and one technically against the spread there was one put pr- one push on a plus seven but I mean like they have consistently dominated the Cardinals the Rams have and I don't see it changing here. I think the Cardinals are going to lose this game. Will they cover the spread? Maybe. Personally, I wouldn't trust it. Uh, The only thing that does benefit the Cardinals is is that they have been good against the pass this year. Um, They just haven't been good against a run. And the Rams haven't been great running the ball since, you know, they kind of have some injuries to their running backs. So I do think that, you know, that could benefit the Cardinals in the long run. But, I mean, ultimately, I just think the Rams' defense, dude, with uh, Ramsey, he's going to shut down Hopkins. He's going to make Kyler, you know, have to go elsewhere. Plus, they get that interior pressure with Aaron Donald. I mean, dude, like, I just don't feel good, dude, because McVay fucking owns Cliff, Cl- Cliff Kingsbury's soul. Yeah. He made a I... good point
0: about Henderson, too, because he's uh, he was limited practice today. No sorry eddie I, that's all i wanted to get oh
1: no of. you're good um the one thing that worries me too with the the cardinals defense they can't tackle anyone dude you know what i mean They're the third worst tackling defense in the nfl um and with the weapons that the uh that the Rams present um like they, they, it's going to be very key to like get these guys on the ground and not let them you know have the yards after catch because that's what kind of what cups been a cups been getting wide open and then making plays after that gaining yards, Tyler Higby has been a very consistent, um, tight end, over, uh, for, uh, Stafford. Um, and for me, like the, the Cardinals offensively, yes, they're fun to watch. They're great. Uh, Hopkins kind of disappeared last week, right? He's questionable. Don't know if he's going to be playing, but he's also going up against Jalen Ramsey on the other side. Um, so to kind of, that can take Hopkins out of the game. So it's like, you're really looking like it's AJ green, uh, Christian Kirk. And, uh, what's his name? Yeah, um, the, the who's the rookie receiver Rondell. Is it Rondell? Rondell Moore. Yeah. Rondell Moore. Thank you. Um, are those three going to be able to beat the Rams? I, I don't think so. Um, no. but I think the, just the pure athletic ability of Kyler is going to keep them in the game. Um, and it's a division matchup, like whether, you know, Kingsbury, who's just a terrible play caller. Um, and, uh, you know, McVay going head to head. I still think this is a close game. Um, I think it's a lot of points to be giving up, um, for the Cardinals. Um, they were giving to the Cardinals, excuse me. So I definitely lean, uh, Cardinals here to cover. Uh, but I do think they will get their first loss of the year. Uh, but I think it's gonna be a close game, man. Like we picked as our game of the week for a reason. Um, so I do think it's like a three-point game at the end of the day.
2: I wish I had your confidence, dude. <laughs> yeah, um, it's easy I'm to have uh, confidence
1: when it's not your team, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm
0: still gonna go Rams here. I think uh, I think the Rams are are the real deal, and you know the way that that Stafford has just been absolutely destroying defenses. I mean, granted, they've you know they haven't played the top defenses in the league. Cardinals have been good against
2: the pass this year, though, surprisingly.
0: It's true. But, you know, Cardinals have been playing Jacksonville in their first – you know, in in his first game. You've got Minnesota, who – it was a close game. Cousins had a a decent game there. And then uh, Tennessee. So – or excuse me, Jacksonville was last week, so it wasn't his first game. But, um, you know, those – I wouldn't necessarily put those as the top passing offenses there either. So I, I think L.A. just has too many options on the offensive side that they
2: Stafford's going to find it. Like he's, I just hope I'm wrong about this out game. Out really. I hope yeah. I'm absolutely wrong. I'm taking Rams, though. It's, it's going to be a game
1: of the front fours of the front of like the line of scrimmage, right? Cause you got the Rams who uh, according to PFF have the second best pass blocking um, offensive line in the NFL. And then you have the Cardinals on the flip side who have uh, the second best pass rush
2: uh, in the yeah, NFL. But a lot of their stats are skewed because of that first week where they like just flat out dominated the Titans. Could be. It yep. could
1: be, but I mean, it's still like over three games. Like that's what we're looking at. Right. So um, I do think it's gonna be I just think the Rams are just gonna I think the Rams are right as of right now the better team.
2: Yeah, like the Jag to be honest though, the Jaguars should have beat the Cardinals last week if they didn't yeah, throw and the that Vikings flea flicker, beat the Cardinals two, two weeks. Like that's what I'm saying. The Cardinals could very well be one and two, like they're lucky, but you know, those are the kind of games they lose. But I mean, dude, like it, it just worries me that the Jaguars were running the ball down the Cardinals' throat, dude. Yeah.
1: But again, on the flip side, like the Rams don't, don't really run the ball. So um, they're this not year, the they're best won. right. So it's just going to be like, I think the Cardinals are one of those teams though that play up to their competition. You know what I mean? They play down to their competition and they play up to their competition. So sure. that's where my thinking of them Very covering
2: true. is coming from. It's
1: yeah. a fair point. Oh. Man, five points.
0: It's a field goal. That's a lot, dude. That's a yep. lot of points. Field goal cover. So, um, all right, let's McVay, move on to this though. next one. Oh, Eddie. Or, sorry, uh, Jordan. You got, you got more.
2: No, I was just saying McVeigh though. He just oh, owns yep. Kingsbury. Yeah, very true.
0: Let's move on to the Sunday night game. Uh, we've got the Tampa Bay Bucks heading into the pa- uh, into um, New England. That's the one um, to play <laughs> the Patriots. Um, and uh, right now. We've got home dogs, six and a half points for the Patriots. Tom's making his, uh, you know, his Boston debut, I guess, after uh, after being traded, or not traded, but leaving. So do you think, uh, you know, do you think he has his, Tom has his day, or do you think uh, the Patriots kind of uh, ruin this for
1: him? Mm, dude, this is going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly because if the, if the bucks go up like 21, seven, that's over the Patriots aren't going to be able to score to like come back in the game, in my opinion. Um, and Brady's just going to want to go out and prove a point. Right. And at the same token, I get a Belichick's going to want to do the same, but the, the bucks have more talent. Like I feel like this is going to come down to more talent as well. Um I think this is a one. Tampa Bay. Yeah, me too, dude. I think the Buccaneers win this, and they win it fairly handily. Big. Nope.
2: I'm on Pats here. I'm on Patriots plus the points. I would even sprinkle some on the money line.
0: On the money line, who who's gonna score?
2: It doesn't (laughs) matter, dude. Bill Belichick knows Tom Brady very well. Also, Tom Brady is a human being, dude. He played in New England for almost 20 years. He's going to have emotions coming back there. Same thing happened with Peyton Manning when he left Denver and went back to Indianapolis for the first time and Indianapolis won the game and Indianapolis was a dog shit team at that time. Right. That was right after Manning left. So I think that the emotions are gonna be very high for Brady. I think the, the Pat's, Bill Belichick knows what Tom Brady wants to do, dude. He knows that offense. I honestly think that they overlooked the Saints last week because I think I think Belichick, you, you know he wants to win this game against Brady. He has an ego. Brady wants to win this game, but I, I like Bill Belichick here. I like the six and a half points, and I do like the under as well.
1: I like Rob Gronkowski, two touchdowns.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised
1: on that either. Yeah. They're going to force feed them dude in that red zone. You know it. I mean, and you
0: look at, you look at new England this year, they've, you know, they got worked by new Orleans. they got, they lost a close one to Miami in week one. Um, and then they, the only team that they've beat at the jets and everybody's going to beat the jets this year. And it, it's going to be the, the same repeat as last year. You well, know, for for the jets, but they just don't score. They're only averaging 18 points a game. And you know, especially against this team, when you've got a, a a Tampa Bay defense that hasn't been all that great, but they are good. We know that they're a good defensive team. And I think this is probably one that they go out and win it for Tom because they know how much Tom yeah. is uh, is is riding on this game. So, I think we see uh we see the Tampa Bay defense get a little bit more of a uh you know, a push here. Um, they're not they're not going up against a dynamic offense like they have two out of their three games that they've played this year um so you know I, I think this is going to be an easy one to, to go for the bucks here at six and a half especially at six and a half it's not even a touchdown there's
2: no such thing as an easy bet in this league ben they're all professionals
1: <laughs>
0: it's true it's very true except the Jaguars <laughs> and the jets I'm going bucks. I am with a, you. I'd even take it at a touchdown. I'd even take it probably at seven
1: and a half. I'm with you.
2: Patriots, baby.
1: Okay. Nope. Fuck Belichick. He's cost me too much money.
2: <laughs> all
1: right, let's move it
0: over to the last game. Um, I'm not going to talk. I don't think Jordan's probably going to have time to talk in this <laughs>
1: one
0: because um, Eddie's going to take all, all of our uh, five minutes here. Um, so monday night raiders are heading into la to play the chargers uh right now chargers have the three points they're getting for uh playing at home uh as as their favorite here over under sitting at 52 and a half points so i'm just gonna mute myself
1: like it's crazy dude like the giving them the three points even though it's gonna be a raiders home game that's that's kind of insane in my opinion um it's going to be a, dude, it's going to be a fantastic fucking football game. You have like the Chargers Raiders games are always good no matter what. We kind of talked about that earlier. Um, but you have Herbert who's playing unbelievably well. Derek Carr is playing unbelievably well. Both players can be in the MVP category. Um Early on in the year, you have two defenses that are also playing well, even though the Chargers defense, the ranking isn't good because they gave up they give up some yards, but they get so many turnovers, dude, like they're very turnover um, friendly uh, defense. Um, So really what this game is going to come down to is who's able to hold on to the ball. Um, I think that Herbert's going to have a tough time with the pass rush and seeing the Raiders have the best pass rush in the NFL right now. And they also blitz the least amount in the NFL, um, which i never thought I'd actually ever say that. So uh, it kind of feels nice to say that, but uh, they have two of the, uh, they have the second best, the second highest rated defensive end in Crosby ninth highest rated in Gawkway, uh coming into the week. Uh, Jefferson in the middle has been playing really well as, And also their secondary is really good. This is where the game I'm going to be watching it the most. You got Mike Williams, Keenan Allen um, over for uh, the chargers. And on the other side, you have Casey Hayward who is having a revenge game coming from San Diego. And you have Trayvon Mullen and my favorite player in the Raiders defense, Nate Hobbs, uh, the rookie uh, who's been coming up big in the slot. So, I don't think this is a high scoring game. Like, because like both teams, you think of this as being an offense game, it's going to be a defensive struggle for both. If Josh Jacobs can play, I think that flips the tide for the Raiders because the chargers can't really stop the run that well. Um, but if he doesn't play, then do I trust Peyton Barber? Not really. Uh, he had a good game last week, but, um, I don't think he's like that consistent guy that, uh, you can kind of like rely on type thing. Um, I'm excited, dude, if you can't if you can't tell. Uh I love division games in the AFC West. Uh and when especially when both teams are good. Um my uh, I want to I want to th- hope that the Raiders are gonna win this game, but at the same time, like this game can literally go either way. Like I'm not I don't want to bet on this game at all. Uh I just want to watch it uh get drunk on my birthday and hopefully the Raiders win.
2: Nice. Nice. Uh I'll make mine quick. I'm gonna go Chargers here, minus the three and a half points. The Chargers have uh, you know, they really improved their offensive line this year. They have the they give up the fifth least sacks in the league with Justin Herbert in the offensive line. So I don't think that Oakland or Las Vegas pass rush is going to be as devastating because they did play the Charger, I mean the Steelers who have the worst offensive line. And then the Dolphins don't have a great offensive line. The quarterback making his first start. So I like the Chargers here, minus the three and a half points. I do agree with you, though. I don't think it's going to be an offensive shootout like most people think. I do think it's going to be a defensive battle because the Chargers aren't good against the run, which you said, which which is absolutely true. But they're 15th against the pass, so they can stop the pass. On the flip side, the Raiders are 30th in the league in rushing and they're ninth in the league in passing. So. They basically mirror each other very well is what I'm saying. So I do think it's going to be a close game. I think it's, it could very well be a last possession game. I don't love the chargers minus three and a half. If it were to get to minus three, I would love it even better. Uh, But I'm going to take the chargers here and I like the under the best.
0: Yeah. Eddie and I have a bet going for uh, 10 wins. So I need. <laughs> You're uh, taking the Chargers. <laughs> I need a Chargers. Uh, a, a Chargers win here, so I'm going Chargers with. Hey, that what's end. up with
1: Herbert's hand? Nothing. He's been. He's, he's fine. He's listed as questionable.
2: I, they they just put that in there, dude.
1: Oh, okay. Because I, I I didn't hear anything about it, and then I was just looking at it right now, and saw that. And not that he's not going to play, but um. Yeah, man, So it's going to be a, such a good game, dudes. They can. I don't know. These, uh, these games are just phenomenal to watch, dude. I've been watching AFC West games, obviously, my whole life. And no matter what, like we said, if it's like probably like that for most divisions. But, like, good or bad, these, these games are just phenomenal. Yep.
2: Yep. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's that time of the night. It's that time for our best bet. So we've gone over every game. Now we're going to give you our two best bets for the week. So just to recap last week, uh, anyway... One and one. He had Panthers first half minus four. That was an L. And then he had Arizona uh, minus seven and a half. That was a win. Ben went two and oh. He had Broncos minus 10. That was a Let's W. Go. And then he had the Rams plus one and a half. That was a W. And then I went one and one. I had Vikings plus one and a half. That was a W. And I had my Washington football team plus eight and a half. And that was not a W. So Eddie, start us off this week. Where are you going? Oh, man. Oh, man. Like I said, as we
1: were going through the show, I wasn't like really sold on anything, um, really. Uh, but after further eval, uh, we have this, we've had made some decisions. So I'm actually taking my first uh, best bet is going to be the Lions plus three. Bears stink uh their offense is a joke even if dalton plays uh, i still think the lions can at least cover the lions have actually been playing better uh than their record shows they should have won last week let's be real like who makes a 66 yard field only justin tucker would have made that kick um, so i definitely i like the lions this week so i'm taking the lions uh plus three um And for the second pick that I'll be taking this week um, They kind of fucked me before But I have to believe that they're going to win this week And they're going to win by 7 So we're taking the Chiefs Minus 7 in Philly And if they fucking don't cover this week I'm never betting on the Chiefs again And they're going to be the worst team in the NFL Nice And where are you going?
0: I was gonna take that Chiefs bet, but now that Eddie's taking it, I'm not gonna do it. Just to get some differentiation here. Um, I know I can, but I, I do have a, I have a couple of backups. And it's gonna to be tough to make a decision off of these two, though. Uh, but first game, I'm going big. I went up big last week um, with that Broncos minus 10. Um, so we're gonna go big again, and we're gonna go Bills minus 16 and a half against the Texans. Um, Bills offense is just—it showed last week how dynamic it was, and they're back to their their old ways. Um, so we're gonna go—we're gonna go Bills minus 16 and a half. Um, and secondly, we got two bets here. Um, we're gonna auto fade the bets, so we're gonna go Titans minus seven and a half. Um, <laughs> the other one there, I was thinking was gonna be uh, Ravens taking the W with the point uh, against the Boston's, but. Jets suck. Jets absolutely suck. Um, Wilson is not the, their answer to QB. Um, he's still playing at the college level. Um, and, you know, he's, he's playing against a bunch of pros now. Um, so we're going to go Titans minus seven and a half against the Jets. Um, I'm just going to say it's going to be an
2: 18 point win. Damn. Alternative okay. line. All right, I'm going under 50 and a half Panthers Cowboys. I think it's going to be a much lower scoring game than that line is. I'm going Vikings plus two. This is strictly a numbers play. I think that Cleveland's a little bit overvalued here on the line. Vikings plus two at home, tough place to play. Skull gang Vikings plus two. Let's go. Nice.
0: All right, let's get six wins this week, and uh,
1: you know all of us can can have that two and zero oh feeling um listen if anyone actually puts a bet on our six bets and it hits then you can pick any uh, of our merch and i'll pay for it and ship it to your house with a picture of me smiling with two thumbs up <laughs> there we go there we go <laughs> uh, i mean
0: that's good maybe i'm gonna do that um <laughs> let's uh <laughs> you already have a
1: picture of me by your bed ben you don't need that uh, it's true <laughs> um <laughs>
0: All right. It's a great podcast, Uh, guys. Thank you all for listening to APR. That's the Annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. Uh, Make sure to check out our website at www.taproomsports.com slash APR, where we we have all of our individual picks for each and every game of the week. Don't forget to stop by and subscribe to Taproom underscore sports on Twitter and at Taproom Sports Podcast on Instagram. If you do that and you tag uh, three people on our post uh, for our contest you can win either, you know, one of three things. We're going to be raffling off three items. The first is going to be a mystery signed football helmet. Um, We have the box. We don't know what's in there. We're going to open it up on an Instagram live uh, or a a Twitter. We'll we'll probably do it on Instagram live and post it on Twitter since we can't go live on Twitter. Um, But, uh, you know, we're going to open that for you live. Um, Second place is going to be a $50 gift card to to devour to get your Craft beer delivered all around from all around the United States, uh, actually Canada too. I've gotten some Canadian beers. Um, make sure to use promo code Taproom onto Fower and get ten dollars off your first purchase of twenty five dollars more. And third place, and maybe even fourth and fifth, is going to be a um, is going to be some APR Taproom merch, um, whichever you guys would like. Um, so make sure to go either to Twitter or Instagram. And, uh, and sign up for that contest. Um, you can also just check out our website, and we'll have information on that. But it's time. We made some great bets. We made some great uh, fantasy picks. Eddie, the minute is yours. Oh, God,
1: oh, here we go. yeah, a minute, huh? A brand, a whole stinking minute. Well, okay, I know you guys now. are probably anticipating that I'm just going to sit here and talk about the Raiders and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to do that, actually. Um, I just want to talk about all the things that this that this network is doing and, like, basically where we started, right? Like, at the end of the day, uh, this was a, a Jordan and Ben creation that I have uh, come, come into contact with, and we've created this network. And all you beautiful people that sit there and listen to us every week, uh i want to take my minute to thank you uh this is something oh, that yeah. i enjoy and i look forward to every week um and it wouldn't be possible without all of you so um for my minute i just want to say thank you to everyone all of our loyal listeners and uh you know we're gonna keep putting out the content for you hell yeah
2: Hell yeah man i like that mini that was a good one i thought we were gonna have <laughs> to hear about fucking Derek carr being front runner for him again i don't something. have to talk
1: about it dude he's just doing it himself dude Oh, and the, also the last thing I want to talk about—fucking Russell Gage stinks, dude.
0: <laughs> I was—I thought we were going to get a Derek Carr for MVP, but there we go. <laughs> oh God! All right. So as uh, as Eddie was talking about uh, you know, the the Tap Sports Podcast Network, make sure to go check out our other web our other podcasts. On our website, on our website too. But um, we've got the Taproom Sports Podcast with Jordan and I that I always post for our Monday morning commute where we review the weekend sports and we review some great craft beers on the show. Make sure to check out the Taproom Sports Fantasy Podcast for you know the best fantasy action for week four. Um, we've got TSP wagers also out multiple times a week. Jordan and I had a great night last night uh, on our bets for today. And um, what we were four, one and one on our bets Good, good That's stuff Four, one and
2: one today, baby boy Winning money,
0: winning Let's money. Um, so we build, uh, you know, we look at, at usually three games and we build the individual bets from those games. And, um, you know, we're we're deciding those games five minutes before we go onto the podcast. We don't have any, uh, you know, any kind of background look into that. And we're just looking at the lines, looking at the information that we have on hand and uh, and making those bets. So make sure to check those, that out. That's out twice a week. But oh, we got steady Eddie. Oh, excuse me. Whoa.
1: Pump the brakes, dude. Excuse
0: Facing me.
2: Up, dude. The second
0: I said that, I knew it was wrong. I got to change that. We got Raider Eddie. We Raider got Jordan lads.
2: Let's go.
0: I'm ben Larson. We will see you next week. Peace. Ra- Jets suck.